Hey, 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 we back. We back, we back, we back. We back, we back again. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again. Everybody on the left. <laughs> Everybody on the right. Hey, almost got my church shoes out. <laughs> oh, y'all in the back. <laughs> Let me we get my back. Martin Luther King fan out. <laughs> oh, man, we back. What up, what up, what up, podcast land? It's your boy, Brentel, and today we are podcasting from the I Can't Afford to Quit podcast network. Um, today, we have the illustrious, uh, unpredictable... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Milani J, y'all. Yes. You already know who it is. <laughs> when you said unpredictable, it was a wrap. Oh man! Oh yes, yeah, I can't afford to quit podcast. And it's the first, so yeah, the first I mean, uh, Black History Month. Yeah, and y'all food stamps is loaded. Wow! Um, <laughs> <with> Dev, <laughs> um, how you been? I've been doing good. Uh, you know, taking life one day at a time. Say, living one day at a time. Yeah, uh, you got any events going on? Um, yes, actually, I have the, um, well, it's actually my son, he's doing, um, the talent show here in Fremont, they're doing a talent showcase, him and his cousin, Huddy, um, they're going to team up and host this talent show for the kids out here. I hope, I hope kids show up and stuff like that, because, you know, parents always talk about how, oh, they want to brag on their kids and stuff, but then when it, when an event happens, they ain't nowhere to be found. Well, you know, if you really want to brag on your kids, then, you know, set up, set them up for good opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like what, what, what day, I'm sorry, what day is, I told you I'm going to get my network to go. I know, um, that's right. As far as the date and mm-hmm. time, let, let people know. You so know. the date for the talent showcase is going to be um, February the 10th. Okay. And um, it starts at 7 o'clock. If your kids are not there, though, I think at 3.30 is when they're going to be doing the, the sound check. Okay. And um, if you don't have your kids on time, they will not perform. Because mm. I don't play them games. So the black kids ain't going to be performing. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lord. It is at the, the JFAC in Fremont. Okay. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a good event, man. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping it is. Um, people always complaining about, oh, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going nothing on. Nothing for the kids. We don't have anything for the kids. And then when you do something for the kids, it's like mm-hmm. crickets. Well, you need to get your kids down. They're always bragging on your baby. Oh, my baby can dance. My baby can sing. Well, let's I think, see. I think uh, it's you creating a positive event and something cool for the community and the kids. I think it's gonna be successful. I hope so. We pray on it. Yes. Um. Let's see. Do we? We we'll, we'll open up with positive black news. Oh. Yeah, that's what I feel like doing. Okay. Let's. Talk. Yeah, it is Black History Month. Let's open up with something positive. 
And then we'll just bring you guys back down after. Yeah, um, just like white folks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> um, that's at uh, Milani J. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We have um, the youngest uh, district judge in Pennsylvania. Um, he's 27. The young black man uh, named... Hanif Johnson? Uh, <clears throat> Democrat, let's, let's see. He won his seat in general election of Dauphin County Magisterial, oh shit, Magisterial District in Pennsylvania on election day last year, becoming the last, uh, the youngest uh, magistrate district judge in the state at 27 years old. Um, that's dope. That's super dope. Like, I don't even know what else to say about it except it's dope. That's uh, that's super excellence. Um, I like the quotes he said, too. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, let's see, where is it? Here's one right here. When you sit back and you see Donald Trump become president and you hear about all these things we are being affected by, it seems like everything happens through the court system. That is uh, almost like what we talked about on the last podcast where you know empowerment and getting people in positions with the lawmakers people that make the decisions in the courtroom and whatnot this young man definitely understands uh that's what needs to happen right to move forward um he is uh he graduated from penn state Uh um omega Sci-fi. It does say um, some past history of his as well. Um, I'm sure that probably prompted him to um, go to college, graduate, and do what he um, needed to do to make a difference in his community. Because it, you know. Why is this not being like a major story? I know. I feel like this should should be viral. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, he's. How they don't like to speak on um, positivity in the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they'll say they'll you know it'll be all over the news what you know black person got shot or um, what black person got lynched or um, what black person got busted for selling this amount of drugs. But when it comes to anything positive, the only positivity that uh, black people hear about each other is when another black positive influence decides to speak on it and I mean that's just welcome to black America Mm. you know (laughs) that's that's just and that's a fact you know and that's why they want to shut up people like Angela Rye and they want to shut up people or am I saying her name right Angela Mm -hmm. yeah they want to shut up (laughs) that is the bay They want to shut up people like that, but you know, people like Amarosa, they'll they'll listen to her all day. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Angela Rye, did you see her uh, special on BET for those in response to um, the State of Union? Oh um, I, no, I did hear her interview with Ricky Smiley's Morning Show, though. Oh, they were talking about it. Yeah, I think they were. Um, yeah, she she had uh, a lot of a lot of interesting. 
you know, people that are within politics, like political figures, mm-hmm. come and show up, and the political analysts, and they are, they were all black, and they all broke down, you know, what's going on and like what was said in the, the actual State of the Union, and it was it was good, and you know, Auntie Maxine was there. Uh, you gotta had, love her. And, you um, gotta love her. Yeah, like, it was cool because I just watched it before you got before you came here. Okay. And Ava sat down. She didn't move. She watched the whole thing. So even someone as young as Ava, which mm-hmm. his daughter is only like ten, 10 yeah, and um, yeah, then you already know it had to be powerful, mm-hmm. powerful thing. So what what points did they really hit on that you thought that they needed to be um, said? There was a guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but one of the one of the uh, guys on the panel he said talking about how 85% of the district attorneys in this country are white hmm. and how that needed to change and how the political pact that he's involved with is, you know, um, pushing forward to get black voters registered and getting them to hit the, hit the, um, hit the boost. Right. And, uh, there was a lady that she was actually a mayor. Um, yeah, she's a mayor in Georgia, in Georgia. Her governor, one of the two, mm-hmm. but she had this um, agenda that she was pushing about getting um, unregistered voters in Georgia mm-hmm. uh, registered, and it was like five hundred thousand black people were not registered in Georgia. Dang, it's like five hundred seventy-eight thousand, I believe. Where are their foot soldiers? So, foot soldiers at? They're they're there now. There's they're, they're, they had. An, an initiative to work on that, you know what I mean? And I guess Georgia is like it's a red state, if I'm not mistaken. But if we got the voter restri- uh, restriction laws, things of that like that, you know what I'm saying? Trying to repress black votes and people of color and marginalized people, but that has to do with why the 500,000 is not registered. Because think about it, you have the time for voting is short. You know what I mean? They shorten it. Uh, they make it difficult. When you get there, you got to have your ID. You got to have, you know what I'm saying? All these forms of uh, identification. If, if your ID doesn't match with what's in the, um, what's in the, what they have in your log or the, where your name is, you got to bring a, a, a utility bill. Right. Things of that nature. Just anything to try to, to, to repress to, right. the votes. Okay. So. You think about it, they changed how many actual days you can vote. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're shrinking it, making it as hard as possible for people who uh, don't have transportation, have to work long hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got child care. You can't. I got to ride the bus to go vote. The, right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So. Well, and that's that's another <coughs> issue that you were going to talk about as well with the... the uh, the marijuana, mm-hmm. um, what was it? The uh, the marijuana laws. Yeah, San Francisco was. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get there. Right. But um, all in all, for this young man to be, you know, voted in and being the youngest uh, magisterial uh, district uh, judge is is that's huge for him, and it's 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 an inspiration to other people around. And, and for the culture, yeah, definitely. you know, definitely a big movement for the culture because um, if younger African American men and, and younger women can see that mm-hmm. and they can say, you know, 
uh, and he can tell his story because I was, you know, we were reading up just a few minutes ago, and it said that he he's he's been on the other side of the courtroom as well, mm-hmm. you know, going to jail and stuff like that. For and hazing. if he can, right? And if he can, you know, tell his testimony or his story, and um, you know, even being a judge to a younger male that is in trouble, blackmail, right? Like that, where right. You you humanize them because you've right. been in that position. Where, right. As a lot of white judges, when it comes to black, uh, you know, defendants, they don't see them as their sons or neighbors or nieces and nephews. They don't see them as them. So they they don't they don't they're not going to give you that break that you would give a family member or somebody why is this spider trying to get in the podcast like look like it's really trying to be involved (laughs) 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 no but in all seriousness when it comes to that i really do feel like um like you said the human i just just him saying hey man i've been in this predicament too um, this is what I did. This is who I am now. And mm-hmm. you can and you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that a lot of times if they see it, I mean, because people here, especially like you said, um, in certain environments and stuff like that, people don't black black kids don't see black judges. Well, they don't here, see. Here. Right. I'm just like in certain environments. Like yeah, I said, definitely. in certain places. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't right. In that. certain environments, they don't <laughs> see black judges. They don't see like when. Um. When people were growing up, like even my husband was saying, like when we were watching the Cosby Show, we just thought of it as a show. You know, mm-hmm. I, he, my husband is from Brooklyn; he's from the projects. Mm-hmm. He he didn't think any of that was real. How could there be? How could there possibly be a black family who owns a house that has a dad as you know, a doctor, a doctor and, a mom's a and a mother as a lawyer, mm-hmm. like? And they have five kids. Like, come on now. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he thought. Mm-hmm. But getting out in the world, it's like, yeah. That you know, should really be happening. Yeah, right. It really be happening. And mm-hmm. they, it, it's different when you see it rather than you just hear about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that this man, kudos to him, his positivity. and I, ho- I hope he moves up and we see him on a national level. Right. And, you know, possibly being a president. I mean, I don't know if that's what Because like you do, said, but. this should, like, really should have went viral. Mm-hmm. Like, this should really be on the headline news. But. Shout out to Hanif Johnson. Um, next on the docket, we have the San Francisco will apparently clear thousands of mar- marijuana convic- convictions dating back to 1975. That's um, dope. Did I, I did tell you that... Um, I'm doing that campaign for Fremont as well, right? Yes, that's what I wanted to. Oh, goodness. But uh, the San Francisco District Attorney Office said it will uh, retroactively uh, Proposition 64. Oh, I'm retroactively apply Proposition 64, which this year legalized recreational use of marijuana for adults who are 21 and older. California voters approved the the measure in 2016, and the law took effect this year. Mm -hmm. The district attorney said it will review and recall and re-sentence as many as 4,940 felony marijuana convictions in addiction to dismissing 300, I mean 3,038 misdemeanors. Mm. Uh, While the drug policy on the federal level is going backwards, San Francisco is once again taking the lead um, to undo the damage that this country has uh, brought about with the 
Stroke four. I mean, uh, shout out to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think this is a blueprint for you um, and what you uh, want to get accomplished. I do. Um, and wow, we, wow, we're talking about that. Can you roll that out? Oh, um, well. Your initiative. The uh, well, oh goodness, I don't even know where to begin. Fremont, uh, just in general, there is um, so many people that get arrested every year for um, and, and get felony charges mm-hmm. for um, marijuana, mm-hmm. like recreational, just marijuana use. Um, and I think that the um, the laws need to be changed on that. But um, this particular law that they want to they want to try to do for the city of Fremont which I'm going to be working on, um, is to get, uh, we need 800 signatures, Mm -hmm. um, to stop, um, the arrest for misdemeanors, um, when it comes to marijuana use up to, up to, I think it says up to, I want to say 30 grams. Okay. And, um, it, like you said before, when it comes to uh, people voting, when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff like that, people are getting arrested for for marijuana and not being able to vote, not being able to, you know. and Taking certain opportunities and, and liberties that other uh, citizens get. Right. And so we're, we're trying to put a stop to that. So if we get enough signatures, um, and what people don't know is as well, when it comes to, um, to changing the law, um, the people, the people of the city, they have the power to change the law. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know that, you know, if you get enough signatures, you get enough of your um, your council together in your city, you can change that law. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that it's up to, you know, the state, the, the district, the government, mm-hmm. it, but it's not. So that's what we're going to try to work on because there's too many black and Latino. As far as, as far as like people who have had convictions Mm -hmm. would there be a way that I'm just thinking like I'm just throwing this out here Um, as far as like housing Mm -hmm. and other opportunities like I think those uh, that is something that um, should be put in the initiative too like they get those opportunities back like don't just red flag them for a loan like you know what I mean or they can't get fun or uh, uh financial aid at schools and right. stuff like that you know I think that should be something that uh well that's a federal level but still oh well I think, I think that the, locally just, too yeah right well just I think just this initiative is a start mm-hmm. it's a start absolutely like you can't just just Snowball. for the simple fact that you can't get arrested for it mm-hmm. that's because that's what it is if you get if uh you know someone gets caught with a certain amount on them you can't get arrested is it a that. ticket is it a ticket no, we're trying to just eliminate it up to 30 grams, period. Like, you can't even get in, tr- in trouble, arrested, nothing for it okay. at all. Um, because they're trying to, you know, make sure that you know, like, okay, hey, you can't really arrest this person for this. You're amount. really trying to decriminalize That's marijuana. exactly what it is, decriminalizing okay. it. Because it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of, I mean, this, this can be, you know, you can talk about this on so many different levels, mm-hmm. but... As far as uh, marijuana is concerned, um, that's probably the safest drug out right now. It, even yeah. if you want to call it a drug. Mm-hmm. So let's not do that, people. <laughs> let's not sit here and act like, you know, you know how many, um, 
uh, medications and chemicals are in aspirin. So, yeah, we're not going to, we don't need to get too deep into it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that that, it's a positive step in the right direction. Cool. Um, Personally, how do you feel about the actual laws and, you know, things of that nature as far as involving marijuana right now? I think that is complete bullshit Mm -hmm. because... Marijuana to me, marijuana is not a drug. I've always advocated marijuana. You mm-hmm. know, marijuana is something that, like, especially people that are sick. Mm-hmm. Um, if you actually look up the um, the effects that marijuana have, they're all positive. The only the only thing that makes marijuana negative is the people that say that it's negative. And the only thing and that, that has a that, that has a a, uh, a racial connotation as well. Mm-hmm. Because when hippies used it, it was like this cool oh, well, you peace know, drug or whatever. Well, and that's the same thing, you know. Willie Nelson, you know, he's, yeah. a, he's a big advocate. Everybody thinks he's so cool and relaxed and I know laid back, and you know. But then when it comes to any People other culture, color. yeah, then it's like, oh, there goes those drug dealers. Mm-hmm. There goes those, it's criminalized, you know, right? And that's the same thing with when they get arrested for it mm-hmm. when. A high school kid gets arrested, 17, 18, they, you know, when they, well, not even get arrested. When a high school white kid gets pulled over and he has weed in his pocket, they tell them to throw it out. Mm-hmm. Throw it out and go home, Timmy, or yeah. whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When but that, that goes you, back to, what but, you know, 17 and 18 year old Marquise gets it. Yeah. He getting booked. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that goes and back then to- that goes on the record. <laughs> And then yeah. he can't. Now he can't vote. Now he can't. Now he can't. Yeah, <laughs> now he can't so get his license. He can't do. You know he can't get his license back because you know he has two thousand dollars worth of fines. So yeah, it's just it's yeah, it's just a cycle that they set up for certain people to not be able to push forward. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's ridiculous because but. how many accidents have been caused? How many you know? Uh, because of marijuana, I have not seen not one car accident being labeled yet that says, "Oh well, you know." They, now they're now they're recently starting to do some um, some commercials and stuff like that. Is like, well, even if you're uh, you know any type of high, you're high. You know, mm-hmm. whether, whether it be marijuana, you know, alcohol, whatever. But they just started coming out with stuff like that. Let's just be honest and put it out there. The only reason that people are having, especially the government, is mad. Um, at marijuana users or anything that has to do with marijuana, it's because they cannot find a way to tax it and make money off of it. Mm. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it's ever been about. You know. Yeah, they got to get their, their 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 piece. Yeah, they have to get the piece of the pie, and mm-hmm. if they don't get the piece of the pie, then no one's no y'all can't have it. Right, y'all can't have it. You know, because Uncle Sam want his. You know, and it's that's all it's ever been about. You know, fuck the cancer patients that actually need. No, I'm just, you know, that actually need it. Right, right, no, right. No, and all the other people that actually benefit off of the. Fuck the benefits that it can have. Right, right. You know, benefits. right. The positive benefits that it can have. You know, let's just keep pumping them with all this, all these different toxins because we make money off of it that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, so. They love the pharmaceuticals. Yeah, um. Do you want to get into uh, depressing black news or uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything. Oh, um, you said depressing? 
Uh, uh, do you want to do uh, some? Do you want to do? Okay, this I seen. I found this this Facebook article. Uh-oh. Uh, it's uh, let's see, Facebook, they have algorithms, right? Uh huh. And their trending topics will now be automated. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to. The change comes from the social network being accused of suppressing conservative viewpoints okay I'm just trying to follow and see what, what where it's going yeah. okay they um, they decided to rely on computer algorithms instead of human editors to select news stories for its trending topics section basically is what okay okay now do you know what that means right I'm scared to know what it means. That, uh, that's why my mind is spinning right now. Okay. What this means is when you have, <laughs> when you when you remove the human element of the algorithms, and shit, well, not even the algorithm, it's just, that's computer, but when you remove the human element of what you're generating, the content that you're generating, there's a default, right? Mm. And what is the default in this country? Racism. No, 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 no. The, the, the default in this country is whiteness. Mm. Mm. So, basically, what's going to happen is how we talked about that young man not going viral. Mm-hmm. It's going to be harder to get in the trending topics of this actual platform because of they're worried about being they were they were worried about being accused of uh what is it uh suppressing conservative viewpoints so what that means is there's going to be more uh basically facebook is going to be allowed to be more racist well good luck with that Mm -hmm. yeah so on to more other uh Do you think that at this point in time that there will be um anything that can compare to Facebook or if Compete Facebook with it or, Right, right. Or it, it, cause I'm honestly Facebook's been going strong for a while, but I'm waiting to I'm waiting for them to phase out. Um, MySpace phased out. You know, like <laughs> things, you know, there's only like a given time where but they keep recreating themselves. That's true. You got to think, Facebook been there when MySpace was going on. It just wasn't open to the public. It was just a college forum, like right. a college platform. And Facebook then bought other social medias to get rid of them and add to their platform. So they're, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's a behemoth right now. Yeah, it is. Um... Honestly, like, I just feel like it would be a whole nother, (laughs) it would be a whole nother, because they're, like you said, because they're so big on their platform and because that's like how a lot of people make their money and and do their, adding, we got to add in the fact that they're had, they started doing TV shows. What? Yeah, there's TV shows, there are reality TV shows and there's actual TV shows that they're going to be bringing. They're going to be bringing more content to Facebook. They're trying to keep you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't don't see this, I don't see this going away anytime soon. 
Oh, so we weren't gonna do the Monique on them, huh? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we weren't gonna Monique. Speaking of Monique, what, what did you think about that? What was your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> man. Um, I I I feel like she she might have a point. But because you can't, this is the thing with Monique and, you know, I love all my black women, you know, but you cannot burn bridges with so many diverse people Mm -hmm. and then get mad after the fact that they're not supporting you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way in any, in any industry. You can't get, you know, you can't burn all these bridges and then turn around and be like, but we sisters. No, it doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. What you should have done years ago is apologize for your actions. And she she got upset because she said, well, you didn't ask so-and-so to apologize and you didn't ask, you know, them to apologize. Okay, but they're white and they're on a whole different platform than you are. Apologize for what? When she got on... Um, you talking about when Amy Schumer had that, that campaign uh, about when she went public about not getting as much money as Dave? I think she was saying... Um, I'm talking about when Monique had that the um, the um, interview with someone and she was just okay. like, well, because had, they were saying that... Show. Right, right. Or sway when, or, or... Right, when seven. she was saying like, oh, well, all those people didn't have to apologize, so why are you going to ask me to apologize? And it's like... Not even that, that. All those other people. I don't know who she was referring to, mm-hmm. but if she was referring to black people, um, you pissed off all the gatekeepers. Right. You're gonna have to swallow <laughs> your pride. It's not like she, you, pissed you know, off Oprah. You pissed off <laughs> Lee Daniels. Like I said, you can't Tyler burn Perry. with the biggest people. Like the big, like. If you're gonna, you can't burn those type of bridges and then think that you know. I mean, she, oh, they're supposed to support who you. Who else is left? What John Singleton, Spike Lee? She gonna piss them up too? Oh, they ain't gonna. Once you get, you know she blacklisted. <laughs> for, for real, for real. For what you are blacklisted. Once you, you know, cross certain people. Oh yeah. There's nothing that. John because Singleton or they, Spike Lee can do for they, you now. They can get blacklisted for fucking with you. Exactly. And they're not going to risk that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, you know, because it, it almost comes to a point where it's like, oh, okay, you, you got to pick a team. Mm-hmm. You know, either you with us or you're against us. And she has to come to a point with her, within herself to say, um, what, okay. my ego is fucked up and I apologize because I am not the most decorated comedy, you know, comedian. That, that ego it, is a motherfucker. It really, truly is, and and she should and she should have knew on husband number three that her ego was I didn't fucked. Know. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Uh, you know, after okay. you know, that's why we got Melani J there, in the building. There is something wrong, honey, and it's not the other okay. person. It's you. Okay. No, no. This is what this is. This is my. Uh, you know, outside perspective on it, right? Mm-hmm. Check this out. She been with him. Her husband is her manager, correct? Now, which one? This dude. This, this, this is dude, the third man, one, right? The, the, yes. Okay. The current, the current husband is her manager. Okay. Okay. Obviously, there was the initial, you know, issue was the five hundred thousand. 
Okay. Right? You presented the actual stand-up to them. They okay. didn't come seeking you. Hmm. What does that mean? You're not hot right now. All right. Because you, Netflix you looking for wait. work. They can't wait to give out money. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you came to them, they know that you don't have the upper hand in this situation. Right. You can either go to another platform. Mm-hmm. You can go to HBO Freeform. You can go to Epics. There's so many different apps and platforms out that you can actually right. sell your stand-up to. Now, as your manager, he should have that planned out in the negotiating process. Two, he would not advise you to make that public video of we gonna boycott Netflix. And just the thought of that and the actual thinking process behind that is selfish. Why? Because there are other people of color that are employed with Netflix right. and getting opportunities. And why would you... Let, let me ask you a question. Why would you want to do that? Anyway? Because what would you get after the fact? Besides the fact that nobody else is going to want to work with you. No other platforms. If she's going to no, act I like think that, we, I'm I think not we gonna, discussed this with the, with the, um, the last... No, the, the podcast before the last. Or, no, it was the last podcast that we, that we did down here with the the um, the girl that supposedly got um, in trouble with Too Short. Okay. Remember how yeah, she yeah. ran it? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what do you think that you're going to get after all that is said and done? Now, you got on social See, media and said, well, it is a lot different, but yeah. yet, you know, it's still like, okay, what are you going to get now? Because now nobody want to fuck with you. You know, like I nobody want to, nobody wants to deal with you now. Hopefully be women would want to deal with her. Because this is, them. you know, this but. is the biggest comedy special yet. She got more laughs off of that than her last, <laughs> than her last stand up. She would have got millions. (laughs) I'm asking you (laughs) to stand with me and boycott Netflix. I was just looking at her like, nigga. You know know how many people got tears because of that? The funny ones. And the fact that like... It's only going to be a handful and a, of accounts because everybody shared the same oh, damn password. Oh, my God. And and do you know how many dope series that are on Netflix right now that have black people in them? Like, That's what I'm saying. Bitch, like, stop ruining it for all of us. Right. You, so, you're saying, so you're saying you want us to take our viewership off and fuck up what those people have going. Right. Like. And, and you know, if I was like a friend of hers and I like happened to be on the Netflix series, like we wouldn't talk no more. I'd be like, fuck you, trying to take out of my, you know, mm-hmm. out of you, my kids' you pockets. Cause you're right. Cause you, cause you mad. Cause you know. But uh, I, I'm guessing the 500,000 was from some additional adage. I don't know. She was big but mad though. They offered her 3 million, is what I heard. Mm-hmm. That I read that on a couple of different articles. But that was a dub. I don't remember but the five hundred thousand was something else. This is all speculative. Don't we're just having a conversation. She's, but the five hundred thousand was was for like promotional, like the promotional aspect of the 
she's not stand-up? stable like mentally she's just not she did not she's never been one for stability when it came to her husband's when it came to her tv shows when it came to she even had her own show for a minute and um she couldn't get along with the producers and she couldn't like it's like it's saying right, well, that she's very difficult to work with right you know that could be something like where you being blacklisted, they're going to put that out. They can put certain things out. But after a while, if the same thing keeps happening... It's, it's you, like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you. <laughs> There's only so many times where you can point so many fingers, but people, we can, we gonna, see you. Like, it's the, it's on your nose. <laughs> why, 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 did, why did the caption to the video say, Please stand with me. I love us. <laughs> And that alone just looks sound ignorant. Like, don't do that. Is, is, is asking every, uh, actually, I've seen the video where she was talking live on Facebook and he was standing, just sitting next to her over there co-signing mm-hmm. while they fuck up <laughs> their working opportunities. Oh, my God. And then she said something about Jada um, said that she kind of agreed with her. But you can put, you can name, you know, you can drop names all day, but there's not one person that's going to get down on a a panel with you and sit there and say that you're correct about the things you're doing. They are not going to fuck up their careers because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't accept the fact that you have some ego issues. Yeah, I mean, it's Monique. I, 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 for one, have never been, like, a really big fan of Monique. I mean, I understand, like, she was really, really empowering back in the day, you know, because, you know, she was trying to show love to all the big bitches. I get that, you know. But then, you know, reality struck, and they were like, bitch, nobody trying to see all that. You need to lose some weight. So then she lost weight and, you know, tried to get her health together. And then um, now it just got down to the point where, you you don't know everything. You don't know everything. You're not on top of the world. Okay. You have to be able to work with other people. At the end of the day, you're going to have to be able to work with other people. It can't be a one-man show all the time. Okay. All right, I got it. Okay. The offer was more than 500000 Okay. It was um, a $3 million payday. Okay. But she had to do a live audition for... Netflix, and she thought that she was above that. Apparently, well, that sounds like that's her fault. Ego, ego. Uh, ego. There's people out there right now that are bigger than her that are still having to audition for stuff. That you ain't special. Like I get, I get where you think that you. I mean, you are decorated. You have an Oscar. You have all of that. But your Oscar wasn't for comedy. Your Oscar was for drama. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then she's going to try to compare herself to Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer was hot. When she went when she went and renegotiated that $11 million to $13 million, mm-hmm. she was hot. She was coming off the TV show. She was still touring. She she had movies. She was hot. I don't really think Amy Schumer is that funny. She's not. But, but we're talking about the demand, the, the where she was going to get those. She was going right. to get the viewers. She was gonna and, get the, I mean, Monique, you forgot, traffic. honey. Amy Schumer is white. <laughs> Sorry, but but <laughs> you know, even, like, even though she's white, more... but she was hot, right? But there's gonna be more of a demand for like you know when they have those um those summer movies and you know you got the the Seth Rogans and yeah. you got the bitch. Where do you fit at? You're 50 years old and you're still kind of fat. 
And you black. Like, you can only get so many roles, bitch. Play somebody's and grandmama and no, sit down. No, no. You saying shoot. the Seth Rogans and all of that. There are young um, new gatekeepers, but it, will she be willing to fuck with them? As far as black gatekeepers that are coming up, that are already content creators. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, for instance, would she act right if the Issa Rae had a, a role for her? Um, you know what I mean? She can't come in the gate demanding what part she gets. And that's the type of person she seems like she is. No, I don't want that. I want that part. And it's like, no, bitch. Or I get the part, but I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to ad lib. Right. No, you're going to do what they ask you to do. Or, you know, you can go down and, and you know, get them donuts again. Or, no, not <laughs> like, even donuts. Up? You know, be on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm saying, but you know, I don't think that the people that she's um, surrounded herself with, like I her would husband. never, right? Her husband, I would never, like, who's her team? Because I would never, like, even like, does this bitch have friends? Because even if she, like, I would never, I would never. I would net Brentel. I would. Where, who's your Mo, Monique? It's Mila, it's Milani J speaking. Baby, Monique, baby. <laughs> this is Milani J speaking. Monique, I need you to call me. Hit me up on Instagram, please. J dot underscore Milani. M E L A N I. I need to. Know, we need to know who are your top three friends because they should not have let you. Whoever they are, you need to leave. <laughs> Because who, who did that? If they, once the Besides you, the fresh face in the bun that was popping, you had no business being on there saying anything about anything about boycotting. And first of all, do not use boycott. Don't don't even use that. If it's not anything serious. that has to do, <laughs> that's you, bitch. Don't if boycotting is not. A word to be fucked You'll with. You'll be using it for everything. Right. Like, that's something, you know, like, I can understand if it's, um, a, like, I was thinking, when she said, I want you to boycott, I was like, ooh, who got shot? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was thinking it was something per. I was like, damn, they got one of us again. And then she was just like, oh, you know, I'm boycotting because, um. They didn't we need give you to me. Netflix boy. It's almost performative, almost like you know when Kanye has his "I'm Black Now" moments, and he'd be like <laughs> boycott such and such. Oh my god! But any other time, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but we all know that Kanye got some mental issues. Like we all know so that already. Maybe there maybe is she, a correlation. Right. And that's why we need to do the Black Health Awareness Rally. We're working on it, people, because mm-hmm. there are some mental issues with Black people too that they let just slide on by. This bitch, I think she might have some. You know, she might be, you know, that bitch on Precious for real behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> she might be <laughs> behind the scenes. You know, Mariah Carey, wherever you are, I need you to go and find her and, <laughs> and talk to her because she might have some some issues for real that need to be worked out. You know, she might be bipolar and just had never gotten diagnosed. I mean. I don't know. That's 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 spectacular. I ain't gonna put that on it, but you know, it did seem a little uh, awkward, weird, if you will. Of course. I mean, like I ain't even seen the bitch since Precious. I was like, who is this? Oh, that's Monique. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember her. Where did you come from? <laughs> Talking about. I need you to boycott. I was like, 
who is that? Stay with you. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> like, oh, girl, that's Monique. Oh, I ain't seen that bitch in years. I don't remember her. Oh, um, okay. Nah, it's, it's, it's just that's a, a byproduct of her not getting work because of her attitude, I guess. But, I mean, you can't you can't burn bridges with the black gatekeepers and expect mm. to get the big roles and even get fucked with on that level because, you know, you out there publicly saying stuff. It's just messy. It's right, just messy. and no one wants to deal with a messy person, no matter how real you're trying to be or whatever. I forgot um, how we got on Monique. What was we talking about before that? We was talking about, uh, what was we talking about? I don't even remember. Facebook. Where are we? Facebook trending. Yep. Oh, what? <laughs> Facebook trending topics. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a big one, though. That mm-hmm. was a big one. Anywho. Uh, man. Okay. <laughs> we're going to pray. We're going to keep you in prayer, though. Yes. We we're going to lift you up in prayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for all black people from this day forward, do not use the word boycott. That's a serious word right there. Okay, we need to put a standard on boycott. That's what we're going to do here today. Right. Like, uh, you know, if a company that is a like a big company that is, you know, funding, you know, pri- private prisons, something like that, like... You know, um, that have been uh, extremely discriminative. You know what I mean? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, are the companies that don't give, you know, black people an opportunity huh. at all? Not like they are employing other um, mm. black people and people of color. But anyway, yeah, the, you know, like the busing system. Like they boycotted that because... It was trying to get uh, votes. And they I were mean, trying to get. They shut oh down. God. They used their power. You use your power for a greater purpose when you boycott. Right. So don't do it for a performative uh, agenda that helps you and not anywhere in the long, not anyone else in the long run. Right. Because everybody else is getting paid. Dave getting it. Well, Dave getting their money. You know what I'm saying? He has black men. But yeah, I know you want to see black women, but the way you the way you went about it, it wasn't productive. It really wasn't, and if anything, that just made black people look that much more black ignorant. women. Well, with Netflix, right? I mean, just you really came off as selfish. No, just like the bitter, the mad. What they call it, the mad black woman. Mm. That's that mad black woman syndrome, like, and that's what she looked like. The mad black woman, you know, like, oh, uh, there's that bitter bitch, you know, like that's mm-hmm. how she came off, and I'm like, Monique, no, 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 I wasn't, no, I wasn't no. ready. <laughs> no, 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 Don't no, do no. that. <laughs> like, I, I really felt like the grandmother in church that wanted to pinch her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Situous. I wanted to do that. You know, and make that face. Mm-hmm. Sit on. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. Because <laughs> it was just an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You know, it was an embarrassment. Um, and I don't think that uh, she realized. And she probably realized it 
now, now that you know there were so many people that got, gave her um, the negative feedback. But at this at this point, are, if you're Netflix, you don't want to fuck with her now, right? If you're any network, you're not gonna want to fuck with her ever again. Because you know now it's like okay, um, like I said, she came off as the mad, bitter, vengeful. You know, I'm out to, I'm out, to, I'm gonna show you. Nobody wants to work with somebody who's who who has revenge, you know, who's plotting on you. Like I, I don't, I don't want to work with this bitch because as soon as you know, as soon as something don't go her way, she could be going public and right, talking, talking about it. Right? Like, damn. I mean, I I thought I gave you two sugars with your coffee, but I wasn't for sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go boycott? <laughs> yeah, you know, like people, you know, her assistants coming and bringing her coffee or what and. I wanted two sugars. And it's like, okay, now she getting on here talking shit about, you know, how our producers didn't get. It's just like, okay, we can't have her. You know, somebody who got, who, who messed up their career real bad before their re- career really got started. Not saying that they really had a career, but still. The shade. Tommy. Tommy. From Love and Hip Hop. Like, was it Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, it was Love and Hip Hop. Um, Yeah. Because she, she got on some talk show and was acting a ass backstage about how the makeup artist was doing her makeup. Yep. That was the last time I've heard from her in a while. Wow. <laughs> Nobody's going to fuck with you after that. Choose choose your battles, people. Choose your battles. Um. Okay, we'll move on. We'll, we'll just... We're praying for you, money. Um, <laughs> allegedly... Well, now you don't even know, allegedly. A man accused accused of uh, stealing his own coat at an Old Navy store hires an attorney. He ready to, you know, needless to say, guess the race, he was black. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What happened? I gotta hear this. (laughs) Um, Ooh, what happened? A man uh, has allegedly, I mean, alleged store associates in a, I mean, man has alleged store associates in Old Navy uh, store uh, racially profiled him over his jacket. James Conley III visited the clothing retail company in uh, West Des Moines, Iowa. Mm. Didn't know black people there. Um, January 30th, um, he said he was accused of not paying for a blue bubble coat. He wore into the store, and now he's hired two attorneys, according to Des Moines Register. Mm-hmm. Um, he was checking out. They have the video um, of the encounter. He put it on Snapchat. Smart guy. About to get your money. <laughs> um, it looks like, from the video, they was just following the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. But he had a blue bubble coat, and it was kind of fly. He had a, he had a dope-ass hat, too, to go with it. But uh, they uh, stopped him. And they try to get him to pay for the jacket okay. that he had on. Yeah, he finna get paid. Mm-hmm. Getting paid, getting paid. He said, "I was checking out to purchase some. I was checking out of purchasing hoodies when I was asked if I wanted to purchase the jacket I was wearing." <laughs> First of all, let me. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not a fan of Old Navy. Old Navy, you're not that fly. Like. You got the same shit every year, and you make all you do is make money off of like mediocre people. It just says Old Navy on everything. Like stop. I mean, you know, it it ain't it ain't like no top one percent. No, I did mean it. I mean, I'm not saying that. 
you know, I meant to absolutely. I, <laughs> shit. Well, I said it now. I said what I said. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not saying like, it's not like a high class, like, type store. High like, store. It's not right. like high fashion. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I get Old Navy stuff for Kai sometimes. My son, he's 11 or whatever. You know, you go in there and get they like. good pants. Yeah, 9 $10 pair of jeans, you know, some you know shirts to say old navy whatever but it's not like somebody is gonna like really be trying to like steal from that st- it's like dude the bubble coat was probably like 22 dollars <laughs> you know what i'm saying like nobody's gonna be like trying to like steal right like it's not even that serious he that's said, what i'm saying he said first i started laughing because i didn't believe what i was hearing the store manager bo carter was very unprofessional and stereotyped me as uh as I was a black male, he says, anytime someone wears Old Navy clothing, they have to always scan the customer's clothing to ensure that it was previously purchased. Pur- purchased. Where do they do that at? That was his comment on uh, Facebook. First of all, okay, you, you I'm Milani J, finna break this down for y'all. First of all, what time was it when you entered the store? Because if it, it if like the daytime. okay, I was gonna say because if the sun was down <laughs> and then the probability of you getting <laughs> mistreated goes up. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get that clear. Let's get that out the way first. Mm-hmm. If it was daytime, then honestly, like if you went into the store, for, and we have to take into account that it, this is Iowa. I mean, there's the I think the population there is probably like six percent white people, maybe even less than that. Lord. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, let's 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 do that, because I think that, you know, there's not even a lot of black people there and um, they get really, really intimidated by the fact that there are black people. First of all, why were you shopping there? You couldn't go to like Urban Outfit, like go somewhere, go where we're going. Like, you know, just there's not one urban store. And you, that's what you just said. Go where we're going. There ain't no we're going. <laughs> <in Iowa. laughs> What was he? Did it say like what he was trying to purchase? Like was he purchasing he a, a shirt? Oh, he went and got some hoodies. Mm-hmm. I wonder like if they were for him or for his kids or what. Like I was eight percent, eight percent, eight percent. Okay, so I was a couple percent off. That was that one and a half person. <laughs> one and a half person. Yeah, I was one and a half person off. <laughs> but you know what? I just wonder like who was the hoodies for because. There's other diff- there's other places that you can shop. I don't I don't I don't fuck with children's place. I don't fuck with Oneida. I don't fuck with none of them because they all do the same thing. And you hear so many stories about it. Mm-hmm. I got racially profiled at children's place. Never went back, mm-hmm. um, and never will shop there again because that's I don't know what it is about places like that. But it's like they only want white dollars. Like there's you know if, if black people come in okay but they're going to make sure you know that you're not welcome. Speaking of that race racial profile, did you see that Walmart video where they had all the black hair products under the under the glass? They the two dollar do rags. One dollar bonnets. They want to make sure they like if we gonna you know we got the section for y'all, it was but all, y'all gonna have to work hard to get it was this. All behind the glass. Oh my god, bro! I was so hot when I seen that shit. I was like, so, <laughs> y'all, so y'all gonna put it? 
They want to make sure don't nobody grease their scalp. <laughs> scalp be just as ashy. <laughs> you got to come through the key to and, get through this. And the dude, went. he went to the news. He went to city council. He went through all of the, all of, well, I'm saying the woman, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She went and she pressed the issue, made it viral. And the store doubled down like, you know, this is uh, all multicultural stuff in this uh, area. It's not just black people. Like, nigga, get it out the glass. Everybody else got, <laughs> everybody else in the area took theirs out. Jam. They stuck. They stuck. They doubled down. Like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. You niggas ain't. Y'all got to go get the key to come back here. Like it's, oh a, it's like it's three hundred fifty dollar playstations or something. It is to us. <laughs> they know how important our hair products is. <laughs> They know how important it is for I, for black people. If, if I would have seen that, I don't know if I would have laughed. I would have kicked the glass. I don't. Oh know. my god, I would have laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh my god! Like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we gonna need um. Uh, what is it called? Uh, management to uh, hair products? No, Damn. black hair products. Like that is the black so, hair. Yeah, aisle. the black hair aisle. What, nigga, where did they get all that glass from? Because it was all <laughs> the whole. Aisle. <laughs> I never seen a case that was that encased in, 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 in the glass like that. It was used to be like four feet. Mm-mm. That bitch was like a good 12, 16 feet. They wanted to make sure. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Black people don't we, be stealing hair products. No, not even that. That says we don't want you to feel welcomed. Right. I, that that if you have to have a key to open something, they want That's, you. That costs a dollar seventy four. Right. They want you to know that this is not you know it's here for you guys when you need it but you got to go through the white folks mm-hmm. just like you and, have to do with everything else. And it's, it's <laughs> like, like imagine if you press for time, you had to ride a bus out there. Uh, I got to wait 20 minutes to get a dollar seventy four bonnet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just they- came up here for a do rag, bro. I just need. Let me get the. Oh, oh. So I got to go all the way up front. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, what is it? Uh, see, quick, and I see. I'm the type you know? of person that if the person opened up the thing, I would purposely knock everything off the shelves and leave and be like, "Oops, my fault." <laughs> Just so that they could spend the extra ten minutes picking Get all that shit. shit. Up <laughs> Just so they could spend the extra time picking all the shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would. Like, don't don't play with me. I mean, this is why it's so important for black ownership as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you have your own store or something like that and it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we have to drive all the way to Sandusky just to get hair. Why? I mean, there are black beauticians here. Like, bitch, I need you to get some hair out here so I ain't got to drive one. Mm-hmm. You know? Damn. Mm-hmm. Can I get some tea tree shampoo somewhere? Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, it's so much. Like, we can go on for hours. We later. really can. But listen, if they got your stuff in the glass, <laughs> don't, don't buy it from them. Because oh my God. they don't, they don't fucking value your dollars. No, they don't value your humanity as as well. So don't even shop there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And then, I would, but I would it, that's that's else. a privilege on us anyway. 
by, by us saying that. Yeah, don't shop there. But what if there's somebody like this that is the closest? Yeah, it, this is the closest to my house. I don't have I don't have transportation to go to another uh, store, it's, which makes it fucked up that you got those cheap items in the glass, man. Mm. I. But, Again, back to Buddy in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, eight percent black uh, population. Um, you about to get your money, dog? Just, just you know, hold hang tight. tight. Yeah, yeah, hold tight. Oh, hold on, up. God's unchanging hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it's a shame that um, we still even got to deal with that shit. Like, for what? Do you really think? That it's gonna, you know, I like, and I wonder how he acted while everything was going on. You know, obviously he didn't act too bad because he didn't get shot. So, mm-hmm. you know, the police weren't called mm-hmm. like out there. So he obviously, you know, acted. Kept his composure. He co- yeah, he kept his composure, which was really good. But it just makes you think, like, do you do people really think that somebody could be? That that dumb to just be like, okay, I'm gonna come in here in broad daylight. I'm gonna buy my jacket twice. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, what's the guy's name? Hmm? What's the guy's name? The guy that um, had to. They tried to make him buy his coat back. Whatever the case is, he um, he's gonna get his money. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that he's gonna get his money. What? <clears throat> so, um, let's see. Look at this. <laughs> That's funny. It really is. That's really funny. Um, let's get into a relationship talk. <clears throat> oh Lord. I read. I ran into this. Well, I read this article. It mm-hmm. said nine questions to ask on the first date, according to divorce lawyers. And the first question was, uh, "When is the last time you talked to your siblings?" The last time I talked to my siblings. Yeah. Like, if you're on the first date, that's the first like the question to ask somebody. Okay. That was the first. Okay, first question. Okay. One of the questions. One of the nine questions you should ask. Okay. To, to that, if you're trying to get to know somebody or whatever, get okay. to know things about. I don't see why that would be okay. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I see many causes of div- uh, divorces caused by one person being so close to their family that they prioritize prioritize them over their marriage and have poor poor boundaries. Once you are married, you are married. Uh, your marriage has to be protected and prioritized over the relationship you have with your family of origin. On the flip side, a bad family relationships bad family relationships can be a sign of personality disorders and an ability to sustain relationships in a long long term way. Hmm. That's interesting. Do you believe in happily ever after? Yeah. No, I'm saying that's a question. This I'm no, gonna oh. get your take on it. Like, oh, okay. why would you ask okay. that? Okay. Are, are, are you asking me yeah, why? why? Okay, why I was like, are you, okay. Why? Why would you ask? Do you believe in happily ever after? Yeah. 
Um, because that will tell you off the bat if the person's going to be in it with you or not. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys are on the same level, if I ask you a question and, and your question is something totally opposite than what I would answer it, then that will let me know where your head is at. Mm-hmm. Off, off rip. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, it ain't going to work out. Our relationships require work and commitment, both parties, uh, to make them work. For, or, Working commitment from both parties to make them work. Someone who thinks happily ever after just happens is probably not going to be great. What? Damn. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I guess they mean like, I guess we talking about the ending of it all. Like, we're not happy to work to get to happily ever after that's what i'm saying when people say that they don't believe in happily ever after it leads me to believe your like outlook on, on love and like relationships and commitment right but it just when you say like oh no like if you if i asked you do you believe in happily ever after and you be like no nah, not really that just gonna lead me to believe that um that you're not the type of person that's gonna like you said, work for anything or, you know, are you automatically, right. Are you automatically want the out? Like, you know, that, or you could be a realist where you know that happily ever after doesn't exist. And you're going to have to work through ups and downs in a relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Like that could be a detailed answer. Somebody could give, but right. I don't really like that question. Are you married? (laughs) That's a good question to ask on a first date. Um, I mean, but you know, separated or married means they're not yet divorced. Your date should be divorced, period. And if they aren't divorced, that's a sign of they don't know how to, uh, you know, cut well, not cut ties, but um, tie up the loose ends. Well, I mean, that, that's true. Like, you got to at least be, you got to be divorced. You I got, think things are circumstantial, a, have, though. But you have to have a, a, to be dating, you should have your chapter closed before you try to that's open true. up another chapter. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But there are, you know, circumstantial issues that, you know, some people, um, they, they can't divorce at a certain time because they have... Um, maybe some financial issues or they share social security or they have, you know, their, their, um, health insurance is joint. There's a lot of circumstances that a lot of people can't really. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I'm dating, I'm going to be adding more complicated shit to what I already have. That sounds as complicated as what you're talking about. Okay. So what that says to you as a person is, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you have problems with, you know, it's, it's almost like neatness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In your personal life. Right. Like, just clutter and just mess. Right. Like you need to get rid of all that first and then be able to open a, a new, yeah, a new relationship. Uh, what do you love most about your job? That I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ask, <laughs> ask about their work. Um, do they have a sense of pride about what they do? Um, are they passionate about it? Or do they just 
have a job to oh my god Look, see, go from job to job oh my god <clears throat> honestly if I was on a date with this person I'd be like check please <laughs> If they was asking you that? Yeah, like, it's just too many questions. Like, damn, like, can't we just eat these Cheetos? <laughs> Shit, this the first date question. Ooh, it's, it's deep in this bitch. Like, can't we just ask stuff like, what's your favorite color? You know, like, the first date, Mm-mm. it shouldn't be Mm-mm. like... Because I'm not going to waste my time on another date. I need to know all this shit right now. I need to oh know everything. And what that says about you, what you love most about your job, that'll say if you have gotten to the place where you're actually working, doing what you love to do. Right. Like your goals that you set. Yeah. That just seemed real heavy for a first date. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Uh, where do you go? On, where did you go on your last vacation? Hmm. That's you know interesting. I mean? I don't know. I don't know why this is. Let's see. Uh, what you really want to know is how did you pay for your last vacation? But that is a hard question to ask outright. But if your date went on an extravagant vacation, you can't um, innocently probe further. Wow. How did you pay for that? Finding out if your date uh, made a large purchase by saving over time. Oh, putting a trip on credit card or... Um, which that can be very See, useful. See, I don't like that sneaky shit. See, Just that, ask me how how yeah, your credit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is your credit good? Like how are, how financially responsible are right, you? That's like, basically what that question is. Right. Just why you why you don't let's not beat around the bush here. What the fuck? Why is <sighs> Do you know who Johnny Carson is? Somebody white wrote this. Um basically find out how old your date is. Um Just ask how old they are. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Thank goodness. That's a dumbass question. Do you consider yourself a good communicator? Motherfucker. See, this is... Okay, now these questions are starting to become stupid because when you on your date, your first date, you're not talking to the person. You're talking to their representative. Right. You're trying to... They're trying to figure out who you really are, mm-hmm. you know. And I think we talked about this before on the last podcast. Be straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, you know, be straightforward with the person and look, just come out and say, look, like, hey. Are you a good communicator? Because the last motherfucker I was with. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't do you, do you got, sorry, how many like, outside kids you got? No. <laughs> <laughs> just be honest. You know, mm-hmm. be straight up because all of this. Ooh, ooh, I don't like step. that. <laughs> 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 I'm scared. It said, how did your last relationship end? Hmm. We broke up, bitch. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's how it ended. We broke up. Damn. Stop trying to be. You know what, what is like? I, and my question would be like, what does this have to do with you? Mm. <laughs> like, you know, what does my last relationship have to do with you? Because every relationship, believe it or not, when people try to base their relationships off their old ones, it it's never, never works out. Never, it never work out. That's why I said closing. You got. When you when you go from going into another relationship, you mm-hmm. have to have you can't just be I was just with dude two weeks ago and I just right. went now I'm with you full out and I'm all about it don't work it like don't that. You work got, that way. You have to give yourself a grieving period, mm-hmm. a grace period for you to get yourself together after you uh came to terms with the fact that you ended a relationship. Ended a relationship is like a death. Right. You know what I mean? It's over. It's it's a death in some sorts. In in some sorts. So you have to grieve. You have to. You almost have, you have to plan on what. Uh, no, not plan. You need to 
analyze what you want for your next relationship. You can't do that. And I just met this motherfucker a couple of days after I just broke up with him. It don't work like that. Well, so anyway, <sighs> how did your last relationship end? That, like you said, you bringing you bringing you bringing other energy from your last relationship into the new relationship. Right? Because I mean, question. I get why you would ask the question because you want to see if there's some ownership, if that person had any fault or anything. But you don't know because she wasn't in a relationship, so you don't know what the truth right. is. Right? And that anyway. and that in itself is circumstantial as well. You know, like, not, do you really want to hear the truth? Do you want to hear that, you know, I stabbed this motherfucker four times and he, you know. He got tired he, of me. Because <laughs> he went to, the, he in jail now. You know, like, do you really want to hear? Because then you're going to be sitting there looking like, you know, the, a thin line from love and hate, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just enjoy the moment, you know, eat them crab legs and and, and try to work it out. Mm-hmm. Don't Don't worry about what happened in the last relationship. And don't move so forward with it. Like, don't nobody want to just like, I'm just now getting to know you. And you want to know all of my, what my whole heart holds in the first, (laughs) in the first two hours, you know. Well, what do you, what do you feel when you're in love? Like, nigga, I, I don't even know what your perfume smells like yet. You know, I don't want nothing to do with this, like, check, please. Please give me the check. I need to get. I, let's break out this bitch now. Um, you just don't. That first, I understand. Like, if you want to really, really settle down and be in a committed relationship and stuff like that, that's what you need to come out your mouth with first. When you first sit down with somebody and say, "Hey, my name is so and so. It's nice to meet you," you know, or or just you know, I'm glad that we're out or whatever. But I'm a I'm going to break it down and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking to settle down and I'm looking to get married. Is that something that you're interested in? Mm-hmm. If if they like, no, you know, deuces, you know, oh, well, you know, it was nice meeting you. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Get your appetizer and, and sip your mojito and get up because th- and there's plenty of people out there that's going to be like, oh, yeah, because they want the draws. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> but, of course. But, you know, you just have to differentialize what what you want to get out of the 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 questionnaire because mm-hmm. i mean them questions is kind of we got another one we got the last one okay what is it if you can go back in time what is the one thing you would change about your life damn a real person is gonna say nothing because that's that's a deep ass question because you got especially if you're older there's right. a lot of different situations that play back in your head that you kind of. <clears throat> um, if you gonna what? ask that okay, question, you look- should ask that question. Like I'm gonna ask you this, and then we'll talk about it when we go on a date. Right. Right. Give you time to think about that. Yeah, because that's something hard to put on the spot, you know. But I mean, if you, like I said, if you are a real person and you're in tune, you know, self actualization. You're, you're at a point in your life oh, I'm where sorry, you wanna... let me read this. Let me read okay, this. Go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Your... So self-actualization. You know, you're at a point in your life where you know what you want. You know who you are. There shouldn't be anything in your past that you would want to take back. You know, because every single part of your past has made you and who put you, you into this moment right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I would say. Like a real person would be like, I don't want you nothing. Because mm-hmm. everything that I've gone through has brought me to this point. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, it says, this is a fun conversation and it can reveal a lot. Ask each other what uh, you would do differently. You could go back and do it all over again, whatever. I would live in a country far away from my mother is a bad sign. Okay, that's I see where you're going. <laughs> Uh, I would have gone to college on the East Coast because I never had the opportunity to live there. Probably not a bad sign. I would pursue acting or become a doctor. It's probably not a good, not a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Um, unless uh, the person is very discontent with their work, I should have married my high school sweetheart with whom I still stay in touch with. It's a very bad sign. Yeah, no shit. Lord. Oh yeah, um, I think that question. I mean, the paragraph after it, this, this do sound like um, white people made this because you know <laughs> black answers would be like you know I should have never sold that key. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know I should have never caught that gun charge. <laughs> like, <laughs> I should have never had them kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! I shouldn't. You know I shouldn't have nutted in her twice. You know like stuff. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Um, it is. I'm just. I'm just playing. We have more articles, but I think we got enough today. We got All enough right. today. Um, we're gonna try to. We're gonna try to uh, do this more frequently, so we need the same time. All right. Um. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, as far as that you have going on? We have, like, we already talked about the talent show. Talent show that is um, February the tenth. <clears throat> um. And then, um, since it is uh, Black History Month, we already we discussed uh, trying to do um, a Black Health Awareness um, panel rally uh, slash event, event mm-hmm. um, for the I Can't Afford to Go Class that's podcast. So we're gonna try to do something like that. It would be dope. Yes. So uh, we will have further information on that. Yeah. Coming up, we're gonna what you say aim for like at least the last last week of February. Right. Right. Okay. Um, with that being said, I don't have anything else. Um, so we'll catch you guys in a couple of days. Uh, hey, 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 hey.